Welcome to the What in the Shoe Bud podcast with Sujia and Ed. We're just two Asian Americans talking shit about shit. All the time. <laughs> Hi, Ed. How are you? Good. Um, how was your week? It was good. I just got back from D.C. It was, well, yesterday was my husband's birthday, so we took our little mini family vacation to D.C. where he grew up. He says he's from D.C., but he actually grew up in Maryland. Which I guess is just how you people say it. I'm like, well, so then you grew up in Maryland. He's like, no, I grew up in D.C. I'm like, you said you grew up in Maryland. <laughs> I'm like, that's fine. I get it. Yeah, it's, um, it's I guess because it's like one of the more closest metros. But it's odd that some people don't claim Baltimore. Well, right. Because they're like 30 minutes from He's each other. He's from a place called, I can't remember it now. It's a little town. But, you know, but people from Virginia and from Maryland all say they're from D.C. And I'm like, but you're from Maryland and Virginia. But that's OK. Yeah. You can say Unless they you say want. they're from the DMV, which right. is D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Right. DMV. Nonetheless, whatever. It was fucking so humid and so hot. And we were going to take my husband out to like a nice dinner for his birthday. And we made a reservation. And then we were shopping down in Georgetown. And all of a sudden I see all, all the stores closing and putting signs, you know, because of bad weather, the store has to close. And I was like, we better figure out what's going on. So we go and we look and we come to find out that a terrible storm is about to come through and there is the potential for a tornado. <laughs> so I was like, maybe we don't go to dinner. Uh, maybe we just stay at the hotel. And fortunately, actually, the, the food at the hotel was great. Um, but, you know, we did a little shopping. He caught up with some old friends. Um, I was sick the whole time, but it's fine. I'm getting better finally. Excuse me. But, you know, that's been my week. I got back yesterday and I'm just like, uh, whenever I travel, I'm always a little out of it. I'd never, yeah. I'm not a great traveler, you know? Yeah, I always need like a day or two or like a week to unwind. Yeah, you didn't give me that opportunity because you're like, well, then I guess we'll have to do the podcast today. I'm like, yay, fine, no problem. No decompressing for me. Not like this is work. We're just sitting and talking. You have to drive here, yes. I was like, wait. <laughs> wait, what? It's not for who? Um, I'm just kidding. How was your week? Um, well, at least you're not, you weren't in Hawaii though. Oh my God. It's, yeah. it's so bad what's happening there. I wouldn't vacation in Hawaii anyway, just because I know that local and native people are just like, could you not visit? Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that because I've never been. I never got to go. Now I'm Which not I understand, to. but I totally understand too. I think a lot of people who come to the islands on vacation, do not treat their resources respectfully, do not treat their land or their people respectfully. So it's like, yeah, you know what? I wouldn't want tourists to come to fuck up my homeland either, you know, so. Yeah. Um, Unless but, one of you guys personally invites me for a, you know. If a local a would like to show us the most heritage. respectful way for a visitor to go to Hawaii, if there were one, and that includes a really nice first class ticket from Hawaiian Airlines. <laughs> well, minus that part, that's the kind of travel that'd be interested in. Anyway. Yeah, for like sure. The food, the culture. Right. Yeah. And that's my whole thing is like, I don't really love doing touristy things, which is why I don't love to travel to most like big cities and places like that. We only went to DC because like I said, my husband's you know friends are there, but I don't know, like how many monuments and things. It's just like not what I want to do. Oh my God, dude, my ex-husband's mom, Anytime we'd go anywhere, it was like a fucking itinerary and like, we're going to go see this monument and we're going to go see this place and this Capitol building. I'm like, this is so boring. I don't want to do any yeah. of this shit. I want to go to like a, 
pub or like a bar and meet local people and eat like local food. This fucking sucks. Yeah, restaurant hopping it. is what sounds awesome. For sure. Like yeah. I want to go and like go to like really good bars and stuff like that. That's, that's Yeah, but but speaking of which, what's ha what's ha if you guys if oh, you're right. listening or watching you don't know, Hawaii is having a horrible time oh with natural God. disasters right now. First there was a wild wildfire. Yeah. I don't know why that was so hard to say, a wildfire. <laughs> right. Um, which I don't know. Do we know what caused it so far? Was it? I think the wildfires are pretty common there, it you know, is. or, you know, like it, they are Here. in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is actually it, surprising because it's humid so lush. in Hawaii, right? Yeah, there's so much, so much like foliage. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's fair. And then the volcanoes and stuff like that. Right, right. Taurus, we don't know. Right. You know, um, Combine that. Combined with the fact that they, they then had a hurricane come through, and then with all those winds, it was just like feeding the flames yeah. of the fire and blowing it everywhere. So people, there's literally videos of people jumping into the ocean to run away from the fire. It's so scary. It's terrifying. It's so, so scary. And between all the, you know, the scorched earth, it just, you know, it, it doesn't look like... The photos and the videos are it's terrifying. terrifying. It looks like the end of the world. It yeah. really, really does. Um, we don't have any now, but we'll get some links to go, uh, you know, to send, you know, any aid or money or anything that we can do just because it's a really horrible, horrible situation to be in. Yeah, I don't, I mean, obviously this isn't helpful for Hawaii, but I, I heard, I read this article last week that um, California is employing, deploying might be the right word, deploying a bunch of goats to eat up all the dead shrubs. Where? Along the coastal, like all- like Here? In, yeah, in California, they're oh. like deploying a bunch of goats to try to eat up all the dead shrubs and stuff because Cute. that's typically what catches fire. Yeah, yeah. So they're trying to take preventative measures. I've lived in California my whole life. And when I was like five years old, maybe, or no, I was younger. I was like maybe three or four because my sister was a baby. I lived with my grandmother and my parents, obviously, and my sisters. And- uh a really bad fire broke out where we live because we live like in the mountains uh -huh. and it was before it was like developed. So we live at the, the, the top of this hill that now it's like fully developed and like there's houses everywhere, but it used to just be mountains. And I don't remember a lot just cause I was so young, but I remember cause the winds really whip up in California. We also lived like kind of in a Canyon. And so I just remember like watching the curtains. Like this is like a really vivid memory I have of the white curtains in our house just blowing like almost, they're almost like, you know, horizontal. And um, I could see over the mountain, like the, this wall of flames, like coming down the mountain. And my grandmother didn't speak any English. Um, she didn't drive. It was me, my older sister, who was like, what, if I was three or four, she was probably like 10 oh, okay. uh, or like, 11, like 12. And then my sister who was a baby, and just the four of us in the house. And like, there are like flames, like rolling down the mountains, like we can see them. And then I don't remember like what happened next, but I, I was told that we went to our neighbor's house, this older lady named Margaret, God rest, in, rest her soul. Um, she took us to a junior high that was probably like five miles from where we live. But my parents didn't know that. And there was no cell phones then. That my grandma didn't like think to leave a note. It was just like yeah. a fucking chaotic emergency. Like, we need to escape this fire. Right. We might die. So my parents come home and they just see this empty house, all the windows open, smoke and ash everywhere. They're like, where are the children? I don't even know how they found us. I don't, I should actually go back. I bet you they don't remember either. Cause this is, you know, 45 years ago. 
But they were just like, we came home. There was nobody here. There was just flames and fire. The fire department let us in because we were because we lived there. But when they wanted, we wanted to save the children. But there were no children <laughs> were to no save. Children. <laughs> it's crazy. Where did you take our children? We didn't take them. So like, but they're not there. Right? <laughs> so so fires and things like that. I mean, growing up in LA, it's just something that you're used to. So I know like the terror, and I know the people in in Maui are also quite accustomed to those things as well. But it's just a really life-changing situation. So our hearts go out to them. It's really, yeah. it's so scary and so sad. Yeah, there was one gut-wrenching part where they're, they, I saw a post where someone said, I don't know what you believe in, but we could use your prayers. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's um very, yeah, so very much for the moment. All our brothers and sisters in Hawaii right now, which I'm assuming <laughs> there's no way you're listening to this because you're taking care of more important right. things, but we do want to let you know that, you know, we're sending our love and support yeah. to all of you, and we wish you the absolute best during the absolute worst. And more practically, if there's other things that we can come across after this filming, you know, yeah. we would also yeah. look into those. If any of you guys have any great foundations that you think we should donate to or anything like that, please, of course, let us know. But other than that. Wait, but how was your week? My week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's good. It was good. The time just happens to fly by so quickly yeah. that I'm just like, what did I even do? Right. Um, Isn't your mom still in town? Yeah, so my mom is in town, but she actually flew to North Carolina on Saturday to go visit a family friend. Oh, fun. Yeah, so she's going to stay with them. But as I was dropping them off at the airport, my mom started having like a coughing fit as she was going through security. Oh, like, as oh I was like, no. Bye, I love you. I hug you. And as, as she was leaving, she was like, oh, she's like, you know, turning around. And then she started coughing and people started going by her. And then I was like, mm, first stop cutting off my mom. But also, too, I was like, then hypervigilantly like staring to be like, if anyone says anything, makes a face yeah. or anything, I was like, I'm going to jump that line <laughs> and people's asses are going to get beat. Yeah, jumping the line at the airport is not what you want to do. <laughs> um, own, I, I was like, I'm not. I don't know if I can even bail you out of that. I don't think I can. <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed. Susie. <laughs> like, Edward, I told you not to beat people over the airport and jump the line. <laughs> We can't record this week. Also, I need you to bail me out. <coughs> exactly. Then maybe we could. But she got on her plane okay. And yeah, she fine. got on her plane okay. Luckily, my aunt actually, so my mom doesn't want to pay for her phone to work here. But luckily, my aunt just recently had this, like, backup burner phone that oh, her cool. husband Duncan got using. Uh -huh. I guess because, like, they're originally from Illinois and they didn't change their numbers. He was applying for new jobs. And he wanted to have a local number, so he got like a burner phone. Got it. Luckily, they were like, "Oh, we just stopped using this a week ago," so they gave it to my mom. Right. And I was like, "So now she has this flip phone, flip phone." Oh, I miss flip phones. That I then had to then teach her how to reuse because it's been so long. Oh, you know? I was like, to text, you have to press one, one, two, three, four. <laughs> to get to see, you have to press two, one, two, three times. Oh <laughs> like, my <laughs> god, uh, that was so crazy! I can't believe we got through it. I can't believe we got through those days. Like, I don't even like text, text anymore. I like voice to text. I like, I'm too lazy to even do that. I'm just oh like, Oh my God, I just showed and... my mom how to do that. <laughs> oh no, be careful. Oh my, oh yeah, your mom, <laughs> yeah. Mommy's a whore. Yeah, but like, I walked into the kitchen to my mom doing this the other day. <laughs> and for those of you listening, it like her phone was like three feet away from her face, tilted, her eyes are tilted. She's like looking down, trying to make out the words. She's like typing with her one finger, like one consonant oh, at uh, poor thing. time. And I was like, mom, do you not know about text to talk? And she's yeah. like, what's that? Yeah. And I was like, oh God. So I showed her the button and she's like, 
I have been wasting hours. <laughs> and then you want to know it's crazy? Then she just goes right back to texting because yeah. it's comfortable. Did she text you in Korean? Yeah. Oh. So I was like, Mom, you didn't realize that one day my spelling went from atrocious to perfect <laughs> overnight? I was like, it's because talk to text. It yeah. does all the spelling for me. I was like, I don't have to do any. Genius. Oh, yeah. that's actually a good call. Um, yeah, it's been a really crazy week. Um, the week I, you know, go on vacation and I'm like, I'm going to stay away from my phone. I'm going to try to like not engage too much on social media. I really want to be in the moment. Like so many things so on much social media has happened. Oh yeah. my God. Like the Lizzo thing. Yeah. I took like a couple days off and so much happened. Lizzo. That's... You can't take time off. The last, when I, right before I left the Ariana Grande thing kind of broke, which like, if anybody doesn't know, I guess supposedly she's having, was having an affair with her co-star in for Wicked, who was the guy who played SpongeBob and he left his wife of, 10 years Schmuck or so moves. who had just had a baby like a year oh ago. God. I don't know what the yeah, update is Schmuck. on that because I haven't been able to catch up. I don't know that I even care enough to catch up, but don't. I was just like, I don't, I don't want to either. But that was where I left off. But it's also like same, same, but different, right? Cause like she supposedly has a history of writing. Yeah. That's kind of like her MO is like her, every relationship that I think recently, like the last five or six relationships, the person that she was in the relationship with was already in a relationship with somebody else. Um, and I mean, she has that song, break up with your girlfriend because I'm bored. Like that, that's, oh, that's a, yeah. I like, did not know that. Oh yeah. You, you know that song, right? Play a clip here. Break up with your boyfriend because that's because I'm bored. Like, like that's a whole thing. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, um, I do not know that song. Yeah. You, if you heard it, you'd, you'd know it. I'm not going to sing it for you right now. You already did. Like, <laughs> I'm very sorry, and I'm sick. <laughs> I sound. Um, yeah, and so then, you know, that happened, and then the whole Lizzo thing happened, which is also funny, because, so if you don't know, I mean, I don't. you'd have to be living under you a rock. You'd have to know. You'd have to know. Like, she's being sued by multiple people for so many things. I think the lawsuit was like 37 pages. Holy cow. 37 pages, including things from sexual harassment, um, like fat phobia, yep. um, what was it like? Just a hostile work environment, just like mm. all of these things, Threats, all the yeah, all, of it. all the things that you would never ever think Lizzo would ever embody is what she's being accused of, which is such a mind blower. And obviously, of course, but it also doesn't. It's also not unbelievable because she does say off off the cuff things all the time. She but does. You just kind of chalked it up. At least I did to like quirkiness. Like, oh, she's just you know. But she's just such a champion and advocate for she all of the things that she's being directly sued for is that she is against, you know what I mean? So to hear people say that like she tried to threaten them and fight them or like fat shame them is what? You know what I mean? It it's wild. it's wild and it's so, and again, you know. It's hard to wrap your mind around. It really because is. Because she had embodied this like public image of like you said, just being this champion, this like very progressive, like absolutely accepting yourself, and all of that is if if this is true, which you know we I always know. do tend to try to believe victims, and like in this case, sure. it's a little crazy because there's so many right. people. There are people who are not even a part of the lawsuit coming out and being like, I had a similar experience. I believe right. them. You know what I mean? Well, you know, she had a song too that almost pre like preface. No, what's the what's the word? predicted like yeah um, foreshadowed foreshadowed yes foreshadowed I was like it's a literary term. yeah where she's in the song I think it's in the song girls where she's talking about like girls trying to sue her but you signed an NDA and I don't give a fuck and it's like 
and now it's like actually happening. So it's like, hey, if you write music and sing songs, be really careful about the things because you're speaking these things into reality. Ego. It's not e even just about musicians. Maybe people it's with ego. Egos, you know what? That's actually probably a better point. They leave trails all over the place because at right. one point you're like, no one's. I'm untouchable. I'm untouchable. Yep. You can't phase me. I could even sing about it, and you can't, you know, come for me. And they're coming. No, nope. they're here. We're all fallible. We're all yeah. human. I. I of all the people though on earth, Lizzo, my youngest daughter loves Lizzo. And I had to tell her, and, and I guess this is a good lesson too, is like, be careful how deeply and who you idolize, you know, because again, they are at the end of the day, just human beings. And we have to hold them to the same human standards that we hold everybody else. But she was like, I was talking to my husband. I was like, yeah, and the whole Lizzo thing. And she goes, Lizzo, I love Lizzo. Lizzo's for the girls. And I was like, Girl, not anymore. And I was like, mm -hmm. and I told her in the most kid friendly way, I was like, Lizzo's going through some stuff right now. And, you know, unfortunately, with some people, you no, know, with all people, sometimes they're not who we think they are. Yeah. And we have to really kind of approach people with good judgment and know that, and also that people are human mm -hmm. and that people make mistakes. And when you make mis was mistakes, well, I'm telling this to an eight year old yeah. girl who I you're trying whose, to, whose heart I'm trying to you're, spare. You're trying to the, teach them the idea of fuck around and find out. You know, you're trying to teach them this idea of like fuck around and right. find out without exactly. using those words. Exactly. And like this is this this is the my youngest loves her because she to her embodied all the things, you know. She's a little girl of color. You know, she's a little thick around the middle. She's, you know what I mean? All these yeah. things. And and she's like, you know, I feel good because Lizzo told me to feel good. And now I'm like, oh, but she told a lot of people to feel bad. And this is already <laughs> heartbreaking on its own. But like, for those of you who know Suji's younger daughter, she's like this like very, she's so wholesome. She's very- Joyful. Joyful. She, But she's also just has this like, innocence yeah you know what i mean she really and if does. you know that it's, it's so even more heartbreaking and to tell her like to break her heart that you know the person that she looked up to she looked up to lizzo so much anytime lizzo comes up anytime lizzo is she, there was a poster of lizzo it uh i think we we're at the forum or something and she had an upcoming show or something like that and she was like oh my god i have to go to this concert and i was like we can't afford it but like she wanted to, she's like can i just at least take a picture with the poster i was like oh my god she's just like you know and and she Delete. yeah she <laughs> i know and you know she just and i think i think a lot of people collectively feel the same way i felt exactly the same to way to just feel so like let down i championed the shit out of lizzo Me too. i thought that she was very genuine i've literally liked every single one of her videos that popped up on my she's feed she's one of the only celebrities i follow i just realized that i have yet to unfollow her yeah, are you gonna unfollow her? I don't know. You know, maybe I'm just trying to be like optimistic. I know I probably will, but like even when the no whole judgment. even no when judgment. the whole, yes, little, little, <laughs> little, judgment, little. little little there's more than I was little. correcting myself. But, <laughs> but the thing is, is like when the whole thing happened, where she in what I can't remember what song she used the slur. I guess it's a slur. Um, you know, can I say it? No. Okay. Well, she says she says an ableist term in a song, and after she, she you know released the song, she found out, and then she like re-recorded it. She taken taken the word out. Like it was so fast. It was so swift, and it was very much like, yeah, I fucked up. I didn't know, and now I know, and I'm gonna change it. And it was it was so easy. So it's like, how can that be the same person? You know, I think that to me is is like 
that to me is what, what really fucks me up. It I, fucks I me up. I do see what you're saying, but someone playing devil's advocate could easily say that she's just become very good at manipulating her public Which image. is absolutely probably the case. But also though, don't you have to think like, how could she do something so blatant out in the open with her dancers and whatever, NDA notwithstanding, like to do that and think that she was not gonna, that she was gonna get away with it. And NDA does a lot. It does, but it doesn't, it clearly does doesn't do lot. everything. It doesn't because at some point people can only take so much, right? But I think, right. I think there is, I think there, but if you look at some of the elites in Hollywood, there is a very reoccurring theme of people thinking that they're untouchable because I think to a certain point, sure. they are protected. Of course. You know what I mean? Like take a look at Kanye, right? Clearly that man needs help. Right. But people aren't giving him the help because they're making them money. Right. You know what I mean? And right. I think it's the same thing. I think they protect them. And like the people around her rely on her for their income. So I think they do what they can to hide the shit that they do, which I think just inflates them more. And I'm not saying that it's necessarily the case right. with Lizzo, but it just seems like that happens a lot in Hollywood. But can it be true? I know. Can I don't, it be I don't, true? I don't want it to be true either, but like that's the thing. That's the thing with me is that like, one, I want to try to believe victims as much as possible, yeah. but then when there are so many victims that come out, Right. It's like really hard to refute that there are so many people who have the same story. I know, I know. And if it was just the people who are in the lawsuit, I'd be one thing, but there are people who are not in the lawsuit Coming being out like, all this of the, is yeah. true. I know, I know. But weirdly enough, not to derail from the topic, but speaking of NDAs this past week, I did watch a movie that I'm not allowed to talk about, so I don't even know why I'm bringing it up, but... Susie's face right now is like, why are you breaking it up? So there was a thing, and I can't tell you anything about yep, it, but I'm doing that's, that, right now. that mm -hmm. is what happened. Okay, well, I feel like you're going to get yourself in trouble. I didn't say anything, but either way, the point was- What is happens that if I guess? <laughs> I bet you you won't. But I watched it, this movie, that I won't <laughs> confirm or deny. Okay. And it was like half in the half the CGI was like in yeah these were all the clues that you gave me that like maybe put it wireframe okay. like you know like yeah. very raw and it was decent it was okay. a movie I probably wouldn't have watched otherwise why are you telling us this but it was good I don't know okay I, I was like know. wait oh because you signed an NDA yeah 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 that's why that's what triggered it and <laughs> okay. I was like what did I do this yeah. week and I'm sweating now <laughs> we might be doing some very creative editing <laughs> come this week. Um, also, something that we have to talk about, we absolutely have to talk about, is the Alabama Slamma Boat Kablamma. <laughs> Kablamma. God. Alabama Why Slamma Why are they always calling it Kablamma? Okay, I, I just, I'm, I'm copywriting it right now. Me, I said it. I actually didn't watch any of the videos Edward, until like minutes ago. Watch it. We're watching it. Can we play parts of it right now? Yeah. Okay, let me just set it up. So in Montgomery, Alabama, there is there was a boat. A, fer like a ferry, boat ferry boat carrying a lot of people. Is it a gambling boat? I don't think so. I think it's and just I'm only like asking that question because I watched was. that show with on Netflix. Riverboat gambling show? Yeah, but there was a show. What was that show? <laughs> with that guy that looks like Nathan Fillion. You're really nailing it today, Ed. <laughs> Anyway, so it might have been, but there were there was like a lot of people on it. I know that there was also like a reunion on it, um, like a oh yeah, like a school reunion. Yeah, a school reunion, like a high school Class reunion of was like on it. Seventy five. Okay, so mind you, these people are in their like sixties, like what sixty six, mm -hmm. sixty seven years old, something like that. 
And so they're, they're waiting to dock. I think the river cruise is over or whatever. There's this pontoon boat that is blocking where they're supposed to park. So it's blocking where this boat is supposed to dock, the, the crew, the river cruise. So the boat co-captain like gets on the loudspeakers like, hey, you guys, can you move your boat? We're supposed to dock here. And I guess over the course of like 30 minutes, it takes them 30 minutes, they're not moving. And in the interim, my understanding is that they're like giving them the finger. They're like, you know, taunting them. Just like, fuck you, we're not moving the boat. It's like. Oh, so there was already some weird entitlement. Of course. I should say the boat was, the pontoon boat Everybody on it was white and the riverboat, a good majority of the people on that riverboat were black. So the co-captain gets off the boat and starts to untie their pontoon boat. Cause they're like, well, if you're not gonna fucking move it, I gotta get these people off this fucking boat. There's hundreds of people. They gotta get off right. the boat. And he's like, so, so I gotta move it. I have yeah. to take it upon myself to do it. So he starts undoing the boat. And in that time, I think something of like seven different people, predominantly men, basically attack him. Jump him. Jump him mm -hmm. and start beating the shit out of him. And people- They're like kicking him while he's down and oh, stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Kicking him, punching him, like it's horrible. Oh, but right before that, he must've known that shit was gonna go down. He takes his hat and this is a very pivotal thing. He takes his hat and he throws it in the air as if to signal people that are around, like shit's gonna get crazy. This is, I need, I'm gonna need help. Yeah, cause then even if you don't know that might be a signal for help, you're like, did a hat? And then your right. eyes are there. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. It draws attention to you. So in that time, somebody I think from the upper deck of wherever starts making his way down the ramp. As he's as the the co-captain is getting his ass just kicked, and this young sixteen-year-old boy jumps off the riverboat, swims the remainder of the river. Sixteen-year-old boy who was raised right. That's right. Climbs up on the dock and starts you know helping him. Then in the meantime, all these other people start deboating, deplaning, deboating, deboating, deb. De Mm, defloating? Defloating? That's <laughs> called sinking. <laughs> no, that's deflating. I don't know. Anyway, and so then this huge like melee breaks out. People are fighting. The women are jumping in and people are getting thrown into the river. Like these guys are getting, these white dudes are getting their shit rocked. <laughs> I mean, rocked. karma yeah, for sure. Like people are like one of the dudes jumped into the river to try to avoid the further ass kickery he was getting. Like it was, I mean, and they were this guy busted what a tough out. Tough guy you were. Yeah, right. Well, his I think like wife or his girlfriend or like maybe mom was still standing there like getting her ass beat. It was crazy. It was crazy. Then this dude <laughs> takes a folding chair, bashes this guy over the head three, maybe four times, yeah. like WWF style. Then. Right then, who his, says TV doesn't teach you anything? His wife, I'm guessing his wife. I don't even know. She's on the ground. He walks over to her and goes, like whack a mole, just whoop, boom, with the chair on her head. It like it looked like her head just went like into her oh, shoulders. I was like, that's turtled. A, totally turtled. turtled. <laughs> and it was crazy. And wait, the, what was that movie from back? Dana Carvey was it? Was, Turtle, turtle. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't know. Um, and it was just, and then the craziest thing is like, there are cops all around just like. Well, that was my first question. Where were they before the brawl? I don't know. Cause I'm assuming that doc is commissioned yeah, for a commercial I'm boat, sure. right? I'm, I'm, of course. So there are definitely, there were, police were there relatively quickly. But unlike most situations where these kinds of things happen, they were not like, stop it, get off, or like, you're under arrest, nothing. They were like, just kind of like, 
<laughs> and only when the chair got broke out, like busted out, did they do anything and start like, you know, putting people in handcuffs and stuff. But they were just like- Which people? The, the chair people or the whack-a-mold people? Were what? Getting arrested. Well, the guy who, who whack-a-mold with the chair got, got handcuffed, arrested. but I don't think he was arrested oh. because they were like, hey, they we want him. him they were stop. calling him. They want to call him in for questioning. So they, they didn't place him under arrest. Otherwise they would have had him. So as of, oh God, and there's so much more. Then this all breaks out and the cops are like trying to detain the, the boaters, the pontooners, because they were the reason this all started. But they were so fucked up that they had to take them to the hospital because they had severe injuries. <laughs> oh my, that hurt. At the hospital, a good majority of the people that worked there, the nurses, the doctors, whoever, were black. And they were like, we don't want to, to get treated here because everybody here is an N-word and like we're being super racist. And so then they called the cops on the people that work at the hospital. And the cops were like, yeah, you can either get treated or leave. Like, what the? F what do you but want you us leave, to do? when you leave, you just want to let you know you're going to the police station. Right, oh, right, exactly. Well, I don't think that quite happened, think that yet, happened yet. But yeah. the, the one guy I think was charged, and I think they're waiting for two other people to, what was it called? Identify themselves? To like, yeah, to turn themselves, themselves in. Because they didn't do their jobs and arrest them there. I don't know why they didn't. I don't what know how. Privilege. I don't, but this <laughs> thing is so out of control and... Ed, I, I don't know what you've been doing, but there's nothing more important than you're gonna do today. Please, then go online yeah. and search up the Alabama Riverboat Brawl and find all the videos, the memes. People are making merch. People are making folding chair earrings and selling them. That's hilarious. T-shirts that just say like, um, August 5th, 2023. It's just a picture of a folding chair. Like it's, so good. <laughs> and a lot of people are very upset that people, people are, a lot of white people are upset that so many black people and non-black people are taking joy in this occasion. Is it joy or is it catharsis? It's maybe both. Maybe a joyous catharsis. Cathartic joy. Yeah, cathartic joy. And I think what people are not understanding is like, number one, in situations like this, where a black man is being assaulted by seven white men, it usually ends up with the black man dying. Mm -hmm. And then there being no justice. And there being no justice. Right, exactly. And also a lot of people, I think to see this community come together and be like, we're not taking this anymore. We're yeah. not gonna just fucking, what do you want us to do? Just put our hands in our pockets and pretend like we're not seeing this happen? Like. I would go crazy. Yeah, what is this, the 1800s? Right, and also there's so many like coincidences. Like this dock in Montgomery, Alabama was the exact historical site where slaves were traded and beaten into slavery, like, you know. Auctioned au off. Auctioned yeah. off at this place, mm -hmm. on this dock. Also, the boat is called the Harriet. Like, as in the Harriet Tubman. Like, are you, like you know what I mean? Like, it's, there's just too many things. And I think, I think there's okay. Some may even call this moment somewhat divine. I would, you know what? I would be one yeah. of those people that would Maybe say like- Maybe not the beginning part. I'm no. talking about the justice part. Right, yeah. exactly. And, and, and I don't think it's even just a matter of just like the systemic catharsis mm -hmm. of like people of color as a whole, specifically 
black, black people, the yeah. black community, because they've been like the brunt of all the violence from white supremacy history in America. Of course. Of course. But I don't think it's even just like a symbolic thing. It's about the fact that these specific white people living in Montgomery, Alabama, right. clearly had this idea that they were more important, their right. time was more important, to the point where they felt so entitled to beat up on someone because they were doing the They're, wrong thing. Right, and the guy was just doing his job. Right. My job is to get those hundreds of people off that boat, Not and to you're mention, impeding that. you guys having fun may have been some sort of a safety issue for the right. hundreds of people on, exactly. on board. Exactly, and also you're just sitting in the dock. Right. What's the big fucking deal? Just move the boat, that's so all you have to do. It's only joyous in the fact that these, it's like this specific incident where these people who were so entitled had so much supremacy over others, get their fucking asses beat Fuck. as it should have been happening for hundreds, hundreds of years. years. Uh, that, that's the thing, something I want to speak to also is like so many people are like focused on the chair guy because the way he hit that, those people with the chair, it's, it was violent. Jarring. It, it was very yeah. like, holy shit. And so, so a lot of people are like redirecting their, their, their energy to that. And it's like, but which is also fake because you're the people who coined chair breaking in the WWF, and we all know that those chairs are used because they don't fuck, they bear, I mean, yes, they hurt. If you sure. do anything with enough force, it hurts. But they're like very thin plastic. I mean, regardless. Did regardless she die? of she, Exactly. She did didn't she die. die. <laughs> That's, because I'll tell you what, a lot right. of black people did. Right, she did not die. But what the, what's happening is they're, they're redirecting, especially because it was a man who hit a woman. Oh my God, a man hit a woman. Okay, but why are we here? How did we get here? What happened? It's because seven white men felt so entitled that they thought in broad daylight in front of hundreds of people, they could take a black man, attack him and beat him and not face any consequences? For doing his, his job. job. That to me is what I cannot fucking comprehend. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, if you were a woman and you saw your husband getting, you know, his ass kicked, you'd jump in too. First of all, I wouldn't be in that position. Okay, if somebody said, hey, you gotta move your boat, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize my boat was in the wrong place. I would never feel like I was entitled to keep my boat there. Also, do you know what the appropriate reaction would be mm -hmm. if your significant other was caught in that act? Uh, you, I'd be divorced. Yeah, like there why be, are we- yeah. I'd be serving divorce papers that exactly. day. Exactly. If I found out my husband was involved in a, was beating a, I can't even say it out loud because yeah. he would never do that. In fact, what's actually really funny is that we were watching these videos and my husband who is white, he's like this six foot two, heavily tattooed, bearded white dude, was like- The oh, whitest of white. The whitest of white. Only because he's he's redheaded. He's, he's yeah, he's, yeah, he's ginger, ginger beard, blondish, yeah. brownish hair, whatever. He's like, I would have done the same thing. I would have jumped in and helped that black man. I'm like, you, in that situation, you can't do that. No. Because they can't tell who you're no, with. You would have gotten your you would have gotten your you would have gotten a turtle head to, with the fucking folding chair. Unless unless you were one of those people who was in the class reunion uh, right. with like a purple shirt. But even then, yeah. I was like, so that is what this is a good learning experience, I think, for those of us who might find ourselves in situations like that. If we insert ourselves, we will probably just be the ones that end up in danger because they won't know what we're doing there and who we are. So the best things that we can do, watch. Pay attention, take video, stick around for the cops and testify if you have to. Shoot, if I was there, I would have jumped in first. I know, sure. I probably would have too. 
For sure. But that's the problem is you can't tell who's with who. And and all of, all of the videos that I've seen of black people who are talking about it is like, stay out of it. You're gonna yes. just end up getting hurt. And I mean, I, I agree with that. I think that's a smart move. But if I was there, I would have jumped in. Even if I had gotten my ass beat accidentally, it would have been worth it. it as long as I was alive. Yeah, but remember, you have that hero complex and it is usually to your detriment. So <laughs> I'm gonna just be the little yeah. angel so sitting on your shoulder. So this might just be shoulder. like a learning moment. Like, yeah. okay, but don't. Yeah, and yeah. the community <laughs> is saying, don't. Yeah, yeah, listen to the community. And if nothing sure. more, you're just getting in their way. Yeah. Cause you're true. getting in the way of the asses who should be beat. True. They, you know what I mean? Right. So It's that, not that they need my help. I no. just would feel so much anger. Of course, yeah, yeah. totally, I completely understand so that. So I don't, definitely understand. But I also understand your husband's point of view. Right, yeah. and I and, and that's exactly who he is as a person. And I, I feel like if he and I were watching that, honestly, between the two of us, I think I would probably jump in before he did. But again, you gotta know the time, the place, and have the wherewithal to be like, this is going to only cause a more confusion and commotion that is yeah. unnecessary and will eventually lead right. to something negative. Or accidentally cause more harm to someone. You know what I mean? Like someone right. might get charged because I just got right. really injured or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, God forbid that happens. And I will say there is something really, even cathartic for me, <laughs> watching that woman get thrown into the water. So like, it's, 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 you, okay, so, have you ever seen the video where like three people are doing different things and they're like, watch this video, you know, and watch a different person each time you watch it. Same thing with this. If you watch a different person in each, in every time you watch this video, you see a different perspective of things. Like at one point, this man is getting his ass kicked and I think his wife or girlfriend jumps in and then another a black woman grabs her and starts beating her ass. And then this other white woman starts jumping the black woman who's beating the white woman's ass. So then another black woman jumps in and grabs that one woman and drags her across the fucking dock and punches her a couple of times. And she's just like, you know what? Fuck you. And just throws her in the water. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that was the so best. satisfying. Yeah. I did watch it. For hours. A lot. <laughs> hours. I watched it. Multiple. So the last day of our vacation, we had to wait for our flight, like for hours. And I was like, I'm just gonna watch this until the plane comes. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, I'm hungry. Uh-huh. Huh? Oh, honey, <laughs> go go to the Dunkin' Donuts yeah. at the airport. Here's a hundred dollars. Go get donuts. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it, you know, I think it speaks to this like grand moment that I think the black community is having. And I think I watched another video where you know, there's, there is this conversation. And of course I'm not speaking on behalf or for black people. I'm just talking, I'm just kind of referencing things that I've heard where, you know, there is this, there is some contention between black men and black women, as far as like relationships and dating and who you know shows up for the other and all that stuff. There's, there's definitely that conversation, but she was like, you know, it's so therapeutic for us because we all showed up for each other in this moment. Yeah. And even though there are times where we have animosity and we have, you know, our own issues, as a community, we will always stand together. And I was like, that is so fucking beautiful. And I can only imagine like how gratifying that must feel for them, even though it's in a situation that should have never happened mm -hmm. to see this, this galvanization of these people is, I don't know, I, 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 really, I really took it to heart and I, I really was appreciative to have witnessed it and also witness it from the perspective of like how, much I respect this this group of people. And again, you know, a lot of these people were in their 60s. And I, I imagine respect. if you were in the United States 
graduating high school in 1975 than you were born in the 60s. It is a or the late ass f- fucking circle for them. The late 50s. Yep. Mm-hmm. So to imagine historically somebody who's born in 1958 or whatever, now in 2023, have, you like, know what I mean? Like they lived through the end of segregation. Right. Like they lived through the end of segregation. Right. And they got to not only see, but that I can't even imagine the amount right. of full circle. I mean, God, can you imagine? And to, to finally see that these people are being called to justice too, has got to be so is rewarding even the right word. I don't even know, but like to, it must feel really fucking good. It must feel really fucking good to be like, those guys are going to go to jail and they deserve it. And you know, one of them, I guess owns a market or like a mini mart. They don't That's own shit done. anymore. That's done. Yeah. And, and like for the people who, are gonna pick the other side. And, and I know you experience this as much as I do when we make videos p- calling something out and people are like, but da 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 da. I'm right. like, I'm sorry. Right. Did you not comment about the fact that someone just got their ass beat? I know. And you're talking about this? The what that about it? shows so much about you. You know what I right. mean? And I think it's the same thing. If you're focusing on these white people being beat, right. And you're not looking and you're only looking at it from the stance of I'm white, they're white, I have to back, like, that's ridiculous. That's because, like, insane. you've never been in a situation where you've been wronged. Let's say your child's being bullied by these kids forever. Like you're not going to take some pride in one day watching that kid. I don't know. Right. To become a piece of shit who doesn't do anything with their lives. Like that's amazing. Right. You know what I mean? There's this like a moment of, cause like the world is full of so much injustice. Of course. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that we should take justice into our own hands or anything like that, but Hey, but you know what? If you get called to it, sometimes that's all you can do. Yeah. But especially in this country with the history that we've had, yeah. Dude, this guy made this video and was like, you know, this is so embarrassing how happy people are that this happened. Like, what if the tables were turned? I'm sorry. What if the tables were turned and a bunch of what white what people beat a bunch of black people? What What do you mean if the table, the tables, you mean, this is the tables turning. You mean like, <laughs> yeah. Except that's the thing. It's like, but it's not the tables. It's still the same t- tables. A black person was just trying to do his job. Got yes. his ass beat. Just like a black person was just trying to go for a job. Got right. his ass beat. Black person was just trying to sleep in their own house. Die. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like all of these things, like fuck off. Like right. what if? Also, it's like, you know, people are donating money to like their bail funds if they need it or like the legal fees if they need it or Go whatever. GoFundMe typically cancels that shit. Well, no, I mean to, for the black people. Oh, yeah. okay. And people are like, you know, how can you support people who were, in, you know, who were so violent? It's like, do you know how much money George Zimmer, Zimmerman, um, Derek Chauvin, all these people, they donated that one kid who, um, oh, he's a younger kid. He had like a, what was his name? Like he said, like baby face, Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse yeah. They raised so much money for their legal fees. And it's like, you're donating money to people who literally murdered people. Literally murder. we saw them murder people. And you're giving money to them, but these people who are defending somebody else, we, we can't yeah. support? The Get only the quote unquote break. common ground is the violence. But what beget the ba- violence is completely different. Completely different. One, people were standing up for other people. Right. Trayvon Martin was walking through a park. Right. That's it. You know? Kyle Rittenhouse chose out of his own accord to take a fucking multiple guns right. and go around shooting people that he thought was guilty based off of what they right. looked like. Right. Like right. it's not the same the at all. The inception is is very, very important. Right. 
And if you think it's the same thing, that says so much about you. Right. And what it says about you is that you're a racist. Oh, Susie, I can't believe you're condoning violence. I'm condoning justice. Mm -hmm. I'm condoning people standing up for themselves. Uh I'm condoning not just standing by as a bystander watching somebody. Condoning violence in this case would be being on those other people's sides. Right. Standing up for the white people. Being disgusted against, like, that's condoning violence. You dumb shit. I'm condoning seven people jumping somebody for doing their job. That That's condoning violence. Yeah, and fact, I'm not doing no such thing. In fact, not that I have any power to do so whatsoever, but I would love to personally give that 16-year-old boy an own award. Although I don't want his identity to come forward because we all know what the mobs of white people are going to do. You know? I think he's made a lot of money, though, from it. Thank God. I know. College... Taken care of. We'll take care of it. We got you. Like whatever. Like you should see. I mean, to have the 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 foresight to be like, this is happening. It's going down. I can't get to the dock. Fuck it. I'm swimming there. If that kid was my child, I'd be. Oh my god. Like, it's almost new- bringing me to tears. I'd be so proud. So proud. You want a new Xbox? I got you. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> new car. Yeah. Done. Like that. That is. I just hero- signed over the house to your yeah. man. That is hero That's shit. That is hero shit. Yeah. Like. To know that- Like someone should make a meme if they haven't already of like, remember that trend when like they played that Marvel song uh, and then they all did the backwards jumping into the pool so it looked like they This is out. what happens when you're not on did TikTok. I that? mean, there's 16,000 <laughs> of those already. Are you kidding? Dang it. There are, people, ha- it was quick. People have found like swimming pools and like recreated this entire scene, had the folding what? chairs and every, I mean like it's it was swift. That's crazy. Because it was such a big deal. Like this movement, I'm not kidding when I tell you I could not swipe TikTok without seeing a video with this, which only tells me that I'm on the right side of TikTok. It was literally every single video was this. And I was like, I loved it. Those were the three, four days that I took off. I was just like, you know what? It was bad timing. You got to go back because it was always bad. So, so gratifying because it's clearly needed. It was clearly something that, that this community and I think many communities needed to see is that we're done. We're done with that. We don't, we're not going to allow this to happen anymore. And again, I think it was just like the overt entitlement that these men had that they could just, I would, what? Like, you think you can just do that? That's crazy. Oh, and somebody goes, oh, but they were drunk. I don't care. I, I, you know, do you want to know how many times in my life I've been blacked out drunk and how many times I decided to just, um, I don't know, assault somebody with seven of my friends? Zero times. Yeah. Zero many times. My husband, he's a recovering alcoholic. He's drank a lot. Zero times. Would have ne- would never do something like that. I don't give a fuck how drunk you are. And what do they say? Drunk. What is that? Sober. sober so- drunk man's words are a sober man's thoughts. Yeah. Well, exactly. So Which I don't fully believe, but yes. You don't? I don't think it's always true. <clears throat> I've done stuff when I was drunk that I didn't mean to. Okay. You can have that opinion. Like I've punched someone in the face one time before just because I was so drunk and it just, it was just like a, I just, there was like no rhyme or reason. Behind well, it. impulse control is different. Okay. But I think you wanting to punch somebody. I don't think that that's not something you think about. I'm I'm actually 100% saying I know you think about it. So what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. Maybe it's just because I was so caught in the moment of like, I didn't want to cause harm to this sure. person. But it's, not, it's not that it's not something you've never thought about. Obviously, we've all thought about punching somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just think that drinking, of course, 
brings the inhibitions down. It does, for sure. You know? I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying, right. like, I don't necessarily believe in absolutes all the time. Right. Like, not everything. Well, and so a lot of people are like, you know, how would the, how did you know, how do you know that they were racist, you know, when they jumped on the, the co-captain or whatever? And it's like, call it a hunch. But. What do you mean? How do you not, are you, I'm sorry, do you need, do you need, to like look at the label that says ketchup in order to know that it's ketchup right. without knowing that, oh, the bottle looks like a ketchup bottle, it's right. red, tastes like ketchup, but you have to see the label. But the thing is, is they've confirmed it. They confirmed yeah, it when they went to the hospital. the hospital. They confirmed it in the comments that they're leaving on their own Facebook pages. It's, the, it's, it's confirmed. I'm sorry, what? So I guess the market that one of them owns, people are just like blowing, I think it might be deleted now. I know you really want to find it. <laughs> I'm sure you can find something about it. Um, they people were commenting like you racist or whatever, and they're basically leaving really racist responses. So it's like it's confirmed. Yeah. And and I think if you're a black person or an indigenous person or another person of color, you can you can see the forest for the trees. Mm -hmm. And I think in many many cases, and I hate to say it, but it's it's because it's true. Because like when the people, default is they are racist. Look, when people say things like that, you know what I hear? How do you know that's fire? Because there's smoke, you idiot. Because yeah. I can't breathe. Because there's black. What do you mean? It, you just you don't sound educated or knowledgeable at all. You know, and like that's the reason why I say all the time patterns of behavior. Right. No one. Right. People are like, oh, they were just. I've gotten blacked at just like you said. Sure. You don't just become racist. Those are patterns of behavior right. that you have. I get like kind of slutty. <laughs> It's a pattern of behavior. I'll admit it. <laughs> like that's different. Or also, like when I get drunk, when I go into a like a lot of women have this also experience. Relatable. I go into a woman's room and I'm like, "You're so pretty. Oh, your hem is a little crooked. Let me fix your zipper." Like, you know, I like your, your hair is kind of messed up. Or do you? You know, that's how I get. I, I don't get violent, and I don't get like I'm gonna jump the next. You know, I don't know. Insert ethnicity person here. You know what I mean? Right. Like that. That doesn't happen. Or the couple times that I do get drunk and get. A little violent. I can admit the fact that it wasn't the alcohol. I was going through something before yes. that's the alcohol enhanced. Right. Right. You know what I mean? But um yeah. Yeah. I and mean, like you said, it's you gotta it, be able it, to see the forest for the It trees. was a day of reckoning. And I think a lot of people really got the message loud and clear that that I feel like there was a like a cosmic shift in a lot of stuff that's going on. And I'm I for one am glad to see it. At least I hope so. I you hope know what so I mean? I, I hope, because you know what they tend to do, these I people. Know. Yeah. Um, I just hope there was, I hope that there's mayo a way. people are gonna mayo, you know? I hope there's a way that we as people of color can find a way to show solidarity with the black community in ways that are, you know, like I'm gonna buy all the t-shirts. I'm gonna wear the earrings. I'm gonna, or maybe I'll buy them for my black friends. I don't know. Like, but I, I want to contribute because this moment to me, I was just like, this is so fucking great. I think it's awesome. I think it's fucking great. Yeah, I agree. I feel like at the very least, I hope it sends a message to people who feel entitled to do stuff like that because they look a certain way or whatever. Whatever. No, I just you know, mean like, like in the hierarchy of boats. <laughs> you know guess. what I mean? Like I'm not a boating person. I've probably been on like a boat less than amount of hands that I have or fingers but that I have. But even if you're on a fucking cruise liner or even if you own a fucking yacht, don't be a fucking asshole like that because no, nothing sure. entitles you to any of that shit. And it certainly doesn't entitle you to fucking put hands on another person, you know, with your, or no. doing your job 
while you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. You know what? This might be controversial and people might be like, I can't believe they got what they fucking deserved. They got what they fucking Fuck around deserved. around and you yeah. find out. Welcome. You know, what is, there's so many good memes. Um, Welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> they call the guy with the chair the chairman. <laughs> it's so good. Um, Fuck around and float. I can't remember what it was. There's so many good ones, but I'll find them. We'll put them up on the, the screen because there's too many good ones. But I guess we'll just end it with be aware of your surroundings yes. at all times, but also act right. Act right. Because if you don't, you're going to find out. Yep. Swiftly. We're living in a different age now. Yep. Float around and find not out. Only, not only are we bending over for people anymore, necessarily yes. giving them the right to do things, but we also live in a digital age. Right. Where... You do dumb shit, you're, you're probably being recorded and we're going to find you. Right. So there you go. So on that note, act accordingly, yeah. everyone. And while we're talking about it, we weren't. Follow us on our socials. <laughs> that was so smooth, dude. <laughs> Super smooth you segue. Know, but uh, follow us on our socials. I can be found on Instagram and TikTok at Sujia one I'm just trying to get my smooth back because I'm going to be dating again. <laughs> <laughs> can I come on your dates and watch you? <laughs> That's the most terrifying thing. I'm like, hi, I'm Susie. I'm Ed's friend. I'm here to just make sure that everything goes really well. I don't know why that's making me sweaty so much. I actually happen to be a really good wingman, just so you know. Obviously not on the first date, but. Yeah, I was I'm like, a, I don't think you understand your place. You're supposed to wing person before the date. Well, I can do that too. To okay, I could be like, what's, what's it afterwards? Like to just like really, like really drive it home. Be like, Ed's I can, great. I can close on my own, thanks. I mean. I think. I say we'll that, I've out. never been married we'll before, find out. so oh. what do we know? But you can find me at Etch's Sketch with a J. Wait, so did you say the dating thing so that people who find you can? No. Was like, no, that's, oh my God. I was like, that Take was that a, part out. That Take a, it out. That was no, a weird kidding. segue. <laughs> I'm rejoining the, the dating pool. You can find me at Etch's Sketch. I was like, oh, is that what That is not what happened. <laughs> that was exactly no, that what happened. Segue was oh, oh, okay. Um, we're in videotaping this in case you <laughs> forgot. So we can definitely find out if that was what happened. Uh, sometimes I don't know why the things come out of my mouth and I'm so flustered right now. I can't really remember what just happened. So we're just going to have to find out when this comes out, but you can find the podcast at what in the Shibai. We do still want you to write in for whatever your questions may be, but specifically if you have any asshole related questions, let me rephrase that. If you have any <laughs> questions where you were or may be the asshole. We are not proctologists. Yeah. But uh, please make sure you write in at whatintheshibad at gmail.com with any of your being an asshole related questions. Perfect. Otherwise, uh, please make sure you follow us on our YouTube and watch us there. But if you do, make sure you like, subscribe, and ring that bell. Splash. It was like the, the boat. The water The water, boat. yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those are more like... <laughs> no, it was the lady getting thrown into the oh. water. <laughs> that was her drowning. Shit. Anyway. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you on the next one. Okay, bye! bye. bye.